Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from not one but two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves, it's what our moms tell people when unexpectedly they buy a new iMac, potentially in one week. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. And we actually have to start today, not with a laugh or two from today's episode, but with a laugh or two of previous conversation from two weeks ago. And that was a good sentence. (laughs) Yeah, that that made perfect sense. Also, uh, I'm sorry, I have to completely, completely derail the uh the entire podcast to to highlight something in the chat i had a great transition there and i'm throwing it away because dgr joined here at uh at 8:59 saying sorry i'm late and someone's like dgr is sorry he's late haha blissfully unaware that dgr is noah's mom and has been all along. You fools. You absolute <laughs> fools. Yes, this is why we we mention our moms in the uh, in the intro of the podcast. Exactly. Because that's when they're actually here and haven't fallen asleep from our discussions that I can only imagine mean next to nothing to them. Yes, but we always we appreciate the support. Yeah, well, at least at least from your mom. My mom has not watched a single episode. <laughs> well, except actually, I think when our parents were together, when we did the show in Italy, I think they oh, watched yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But apart from that, I think that's the only episode of Dark Mode that my mom has watched, and that's because she was in the next room. All right. Well, I guess we know whose mom loves them more. And also, we got everybody saying hello, hello, as if as if Noah's mom hasn't watched every single episode. That's right, folks. DGR yeah. has been in the chat the entire time that we've done this show, 101 episodes from day one. That's dedication. Yeah, it's true. Maybe I guess people didn't notice or didn't know, but but uh, but it's true. I also like that somebody said uh, somebody said that they're the grandpa, and I was it briefly crossed my mind. I was like, oh, I never thought that we could have an undercover grandpa, and then I realized that it definitely couldn't be mine because one of my grandfathers is a ninety-year-old priest, and the other grandfather is a ninety-seven-year-old. Uh, World War II vet, and I don't think either of them understand how to use Google. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I think we can we can give them a pass on this. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean my grandfather. One time he opened a new tab, and so it wasn't on the Yahoo homepage, and he and he called and he called me with a landline and said, "Hey, I, I where's the internet? I don't know where it went." Yeah, I mean. That's that's the that's the internet, right? And that's uh that's absolutely all you need. that's all you need. The Yahoo homepage it's got email, it's got news. 
I don't think much else, but that's all you need. Yeah. All right, anyway, sorry to derail that. We have to go back to two weeks ago because Noah's Apple Watch Ultra spontaneously died after he went in the pool. Would you like to give a recap and the update that I'm sure everyone has been waiting for for... I mean, I've been literally every minute, minute by minute, I've been like, oh my God, what happened? Yeah, no, I know you've been bombarding me with uh, text messages, phone calls, letters, sending random people to, to chase me around. It's uh, It's been pretty crazy. But yes, can finally, finally give the update. So brief, uh, brief description of what happened. This was about two weeks ago. Uh, I guess two weeks and two days ago at this point. It was on a Friday. I went swimming for a half an hour with my Apple Watch Ultra, and it totally died. Like, the screen, first the screen stopped responding, and then it was acting like the digital crown was being pressed and held even when it wasn't. Uh, And then it went into a boot loop. So it would, like, you know, you'd see the Apple logo for five seconds, and then it would go away and come back, and it boot looped until it died, like until the battery died. Right. So I called mm-hmm. Apple the first time I told them, you know, I mentioned the thing about the pool, whatever. Uh, and they basically said, they're like, oh, you know, if it's water damage, it's not covered, which I think is still kind of crazy that they don't cover water damage for an Apple Watch Ultra, but whatever. They said it's not covered unless you pay for Apple Care, which I didn't pay for Apple Care. And my warranty had expired two weeks ago, right? Because I got this Apple Watch right when it came out, which was a year and two weeks, I guess, before this happened. So, then I called, when was this? I called, uh, I guess it was last week. It was like early last week that I called, Yeah. right? Or, or no, it mm-hmm. was the week before. Well, it was like late the week before. Uh, I, I don't know. I, you, I think you had called and didn't get anywhere. And then you called again more recently and you did talk to someone who was more helpful. And that's okay, that was Monday. For today. Okay. Yeah, so I just checked. So it was Monday. It was the day after our last podcast. I called them again, and the guy that I talked to was definitely more helpful. He basically – well, because the thing is that the night before, I, like, stuck the watch on the charger again just to see what would happen. Oh, my good Lord. I don't know if anyone else saw that, but Luke just, like, glitched out of existence for me. I got, like, a weird, weird, like, sound, and then – his screen glitched and he's gone. That's really scary. I don't know if anyone else saw that. You can you can let me know in the comments. Okay, I think people saw it. We're gonna while Luke is coming back, I guess I'll continue the story because Luke already knows the story, right? So on Monday, I called Apple back and uh, we uh, yeah I got someone a bit a bit more helpful, and he uh, basically said because I had put the watch on the charger the night before. And it started boot looping again, which kind of surprised me. So when I called the guy and I told him, oh, the watch started boot looping again when I put it on the charger, he said, okay, maybe it's not water damage. Because usually if it's water damage, the water will uh, like totally fry the Apple Watch and it won't respond at all, right? But I put it on the charger and it started boot looping again. So he said, okay, you can send the watch to Apple, like send it to us. We'll take a look at it. If there is water damage, then you got to pay for it. If there isn't water damage, then you don't. Are you back? Are you okay? What the hell happened to me? 
Dude. That scared me. Like you, like you glitched <laughs> out and and yeah. and and disappeared. That was so no, weird. No, that I saw that too. That I saw the glitch, and I saw myself leave, and it said that my my mic, my I guess my cam link just spontaneously died. I went and unplugged it, had to reload the site. That was scary. I was like, "Holy cow! Did I get eaten?" The ghosts that I mocked, Siri that I mocked, it came for me. Yeah, that's what people were saying. That they said Siri got you, or Tim Cook. Tim Cook came and got you after you insulted Siri. Yeah, man, I don't know. That was a little spooky. Anyway, I, I hate to interrupt with my uh, sudden death. Continue. <laughs> yes. So, um, I, yes, I was continuing the story. I know. I think you already know the story, but basically. Um, yeah, the Apple support guy said, okay, we'll, like send it, to, send it to us. We'll take a look at it. Either we'll charge you for it if there's water damage or we'll replace it if there isn't, which is nice because at that point I was maybe three weeks outside of the warranty, the one year limited warranty, but he still said, okay, it, you know, just expired. We'll try to help you out. So I tried to, uh, you know, I sent it to Apple. They sent me the thing. I dropped it off and at, uh, UPS and, and it went to Apple. Apple inspected it. And I was like constantly checking the support uh, page, uh, the, the the page with the case on it to see what was happening. And I looked one, I looked on like maybe it was Wednesday and it said, uh, we're going to replace your device. You know, a new device is going to, to be on the way to you. And I was so surprised because I was like, how is it not? I get that the thing isn't totally fried. Like it's still boot looped when I put it on the charger. But how is it not? water damage or maybe it is and they're just being nice to me so whatever and 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 it said they're sending a new device and uh the new apple watch came on friday morning so i'm wearing it now you can't tell a difference from last week because it looks (laughs) identical but i am wearing this this new apple watch and it arrived on friday morning which was the same day that i had to return the ultra 2 that i bought because you have two weeks to return it, and this happened two weeks ago. So that very day that I got the new Apple Watch, I you know started the return and I dropped off the uh, the watch for FedEx. I don't know. They had me UPS to send the watch for repair and FedEx to return the the other watch. I don't know why they weird used two different ones, but whatever. So I I returned that I returned that watch. It's on its way back to Apple. I have my new watch now, and uh, the last update that I got, uh, I messaged the guy because now with Apple support, if you have like a case number and there's someone assigned to it, you can send them an audio or a text message uh, through their portal. And, and then they'll Ooh, the audio they, message. That's I did fun. not send an audio message because that's kind of weird. I just wrote, I just wrote it, but it is kind of oh, cool that, that you can contact, you can easily contact them like outside of, you know, their working hours and then they'll get to it when they, when they work again. So it's pretty nice. But, um, the guy called me back. I missed it because the call came from Austin, Texas, instead of coming from like Apple's number. But whatever. The guy left huh. a message. I know it was weird, but he left a message and basically because I had asked him, I was like, uh, "Thank you so much for helping me get a replacement. Could you tell me what was wrong with my watch?" And the message that he left, he was like, "There was no water or physical damage, and that's about all I know because the the techs who worked on your Apple Watch." didn't leave any other notes. And I'm like, mm. how in the world can there not be water damage when I took it in the water and then it stopped working? How in the world could it be a coincidence? But yet 
Maybe it was. So that's the update. It is a good, yeah, uh, happy crazy. ending. But I'm still so confused at what happened. I mean, we have a resolution, but we still don't have answers. That's basically how it, uh, how it unfolded there. Like, I, I do not understand how it's possible for a watch to go into water, spontaneously die, but it wasn't because of the water. Like, what else could have possibly caused it? That's, that's the thing that's weirding me out. I, if I had to do some crazy wild shot in the dark... I would say you you noticed that the first symptom was that it was ejecting water while it was underwater because the digital crown was being pressed when it wasn't, right? Yes, that was the first thing that I noticed. So what if hypothetically the water sealing gasket on the digital crown failed somehow and water damaged only the digital crown and shorted that out and that triggered a cascading series of failure that like overheated and and baked the soc or something like like I, it, it to me to me it, it only makes sense if some component being water damaged triggered a cascading failure that would have cause the device to break without it being visibly water damaged. Yeah, exactly. It could have been something like that. It could have been, um, you know, the water pressure. I mean, I wasn't going like any, I was at like, you know, two feet deep maximum with the watch or a yeah. couple of feet deep maximum with the watch. Maybe it was some sort of a pressure thing. I don't know. And we're, I guess, I guess we'll never know. Honestly, Maybe there could have been water damage and they just like they are like a little bit and they felt bad and they they're like, oh, we'll just replace it. I, I have I have no idea. But I, I do want to just very quickly say someone said in the comments that the Apple Watch is water resistant, but not waterproof. That is true. Right. But the Apple Watch is swim proof. If you look on Apple's website and you look at that like chart with all of the, the details of the Apple Watch, all the specs, it will tell you that it's swim proof. So I just it does say that. I, I get that it's not waterproof, but it is swim proof. It does literally say the word swim proof on there. So for what it's worth. Yeah. And I definitely I mean, we've we went over this two weeks ago, so we won't go into this too much. But I personally find it. I think that it would if if we were in a situation where like this was a widespread thing and Apple was trying to deny it and we were like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go to court, which I said that we would do if they didn't resolve this. If we went to court with this, I believe that a court of law would reasonably uphold that advertising a product as being usable as a dive computer up to 40 meters, there is a, an implied assumption of sufficient water resistance under stock reasonable conditions that you should expect it to be able to survive something as minor as that, right? The expectation is laid that you can go snorkeling or scuba diving with this watch. Therefore, even if it's not guaranteed that you would be able to go scuba diving and not damage the watch, it should therefore be implied if it's being advertised for that use that for a much lesser use, 
within the bounds of a reasonable expectation of performance, you know, not damaged, not really old, not beaten up, it should be able to do that. I think a court would uphold that. I would hope so. I guess, you know, at the end of the day, I'm glad that Apple, I'm glad that I got a replacement. I'm also glad that Apple got, as much as I would love to know what was wrong and like even open up the device and try to look at it ourselves, I am kind of glad that Apple got the device and did that because whatever was wrong with it, I hope that they like took note of it, right? Like some, if it wasn't water damage and it wasn't physical damage and they replaced the watch, then theoretically there was actually something wrong with it, like a defect. And so I just hope that whatever it was, you know, Apple took note of it and, uh, They'll keep it in mind for future mm-hmm. cases, you know, if other people run into it or future products to, to fix if there's some like faulty part in it or something. Exactly. And, and as, the, as multiple people are now pointing out, pulling quotes from Apple's website, Apple's website says, and with Apple Watch Ultra 2, you can snorkel, scuba dive and free dive down to 40 meters. What they don't say is you you can try to snorkel, scuba dive, and free dive down the 40 meters. Like, could you imagine if you bought a BMW M3 and they said, the top speed on this car is up to 186 miles an hour, but we cannot guarantee that the engine won't fall out. Like, no. What? It's like, whoa, hey, wait a minute. I would not be using the device for the feature that you're advertising if you can't guarantee that the device can survive that use case like i don't think people would i don't think people would be too happy about that and i'm just saying look the fact that that you got that apple watch replaced when you got it replaced i think it's a little bit of a coincidence maybe too much of a coincidence that uh, before we talk about it Apple's all, oh, no, no, it's water damage. We're not going to help you. You're out of warranty. It's not going to work. And then we talk about it on the show. All of a sudden, brand new Apple Watch gets sent to your house. No information as to why the old one failed. Look, I'm not saying that Tim Cook saw the podcast personally and watches us live and said, hey, you got you to gotta send this man an Apple Watch so he doesn't sue us. But... That's 100% what happened. That's exactly what happened. I see. I did I did vaguely threaten legal action when I talked to the guy you on did? the phone. I vaguely, I was like, okay, because the thing is, like, I, we've definitely talked about this on the show, and, I, and we're not going to go into this whole thing, but that incident from, uh, from a couple years ago where I was left without a laptop for three months while I was in college because Apple support, like, Apple, they like lost my laptop or it was a whole thing. <laughs> Classic. But, but so, so at this point I'm so nervous about like interacting with Apple support that I want to, when I, when I have the person on the phone, I want to talk about, like, I want to get as much like clear as I can. So I was basically saying like, okay, I'm going to send the device in. They're going to look at it. And then if they say that there's water damage, I'm still not going to be happy about that. Cause I still don't think it's water damage. And I said something along the lines of like, um, if you like, if uh, he basically said, okay, you already know Apple's response, which is that they don't cover water damage. And then I was like, okay, if that's the case, then I'll have to seek, uh, you know, uh, remediation through other means. I think I said something like, oh, that. <laughs> that's and then good. The guy, 
And then the guy was like, okay, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves because hopefully it won't be water damage and then we'll be okay, whatever. So that, that's, that's what and happened. And then miraculously, it wasn't water damage, huh? Convenient, huh? So I don't... Here, here's, here's some advice. I'll give you some advice. Right? We, give, we give advice supposedly on this show, mm. even though we usually don't. But today we're actually going to give some advice. Okay? So two pieces of advice. The first one, legitimate don't mention water damage if it's water damage. That's what the Apple, the guy that I talked to told me. And it like obviously makes sense. But if I had called the first time and said, my Apple watch is boot looping. And if I just lied and said, I don't know why, like it just started boot looping, whatever. Lie by omission, whatever. I just don't, I don't explain it. Then I'm sure that they, that first person would have done what this guy did and said, okay, let's, you know, send it in. We'll take a look at it and maybe we'll replace it if, you know, whatever. So first, first thing, don't tell Apple about water damage, I guess. Mm. And then the second that's, thing is that's threaten a legal good action. piece of advice. Yeah. The, <laughs> the second one is great too. <laughs> that this might be the first time that we've given actually like solid advice. Yeah. No, this is legitimately wow. good advice. No, I that is that is very true. I mean, uh, you definitely shouldn't have you definitely should not have mentioned that it went in the water. I mean, I think our point is valid that water contact of that sort should not kill it. But you probably wouldn't even get to that point if you just say Apple Watch dead. And specifically, I would say I think that that advice would work particularly well in the case of the Apple Watch. And that's because as far as Apple is concerned, the Apple Watch is effectively a sealed unit. They do not do component repairs. If you, if you have an Apple Watch, this is, here's another piece of advice, okay? If Whoa. you have an older Apple Watch and your battery life is not good, check the, 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 the battery health of your Apple Watch. Because if your battery health is below 80% and you go to Apple to get a battery replaced, which I think is, what, $79 for the Apple Watch? If you do that, they will give you a new Apple Watch. That's, that is the replacement. There is no take this little screen off, take the little battery out, put it. No, you will get a new Apple Watch. Whatever one it may be, yes, you're not going to get upgraded, but they'll give you a new one. So check your uh, check your Apple Watch battery health, and if you're below 80%, I cannot think of a reason why you wouldn't just go in and get a new Apple Watch for $79 with a new battery. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is this is uh, definitely some good advice uh, that, we're, Rare. that we're giving here. Whoa! I know. This is. I'm glad that some some good came of the situation. I got a new Apple Watch. I mean, it's basically identical, but you know, a new Apple Watch. We got to actually give some advice, which is pretty good. I also wanted to show very briefly the box. Wow, you can't see it at all. It says Apple Watch on this box, but you really can't see it. It's so subtle. But I just wanted to, I just love, I love this. That. This is the box that the Apple Watch came in. And I just love so much. If I open it, I'm opening it. And then this is, there's literally just like a cutout that's the perfect size of the Apple Watch. Like what other company is going to send Dude. their replacement products in such a beautiful 
purpose-built box like this. So What's good. all the other... I feel like that box is like 70% too big. Yeah, it's literally... I mean, it's deep. It has to be deep enough for the Apple Watch, but it's literally that. There's this document that says need help in a bunch of languages. Okay, and, and that's good. it. It's the 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 box is a bit big, but it's uh, it's pretty nice. That's yeah. The bo- the footprint of that box does not need to be that big. I was like, what else is what else is in there? Something's got to be in there. I guess not. No. But I'll tell you what? where where something else has got to have something in, and that's twenty twenty three. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the thing you... that it has to have in it is it is it an it's Apple more Apple event? products. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't. So I'm not sure about an event, but okay, we got to talk about some late breaking news. the 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 name of this podcast episode. We have had an absolutely shocking twist. If this were a football game, this uh, I don't know anything about football, but like somebody grabbed the ball or something that they that, we weren't that expecting that regularly. Okay, but like, what if like that game's going to end and somebody grabs the ball when you, I mean, you don't think they're going to grab it. Is that okay? What about, what if like, what if like this is a movie and then, and then it's the scene where like a main character dies and you like really weren't expecting them to die because you thought they had plot armor. You thought they were going to live. Right. And then they don't live. But in, uh, in a way it's kind of the opposite because in it's, it's more like a, a character is suddenly born in the movie well actually they haven't even been born it's more like a character has suddenly announced that they're pregnant yes yeah and are now expecting expecting. exactly you weren't expecting to be expecting but now the it's expecting and what we're expecting are some new macs which could potentially launch this month and i know what you're thinking you're thinking luke that was an absolutely terrible analogy and you should be ashamed and you're right and you're also thinking it's October 22nd. If new Macs are to come this month, uh, hmm, TikTok here, huh? We got nine days. So, like, uh, hello. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's legitimately, I'm I'm just trying to pull up my calendar, but we have this week and then uh, and then what, like two days next week, and then it's November, which is crazy in, in and of itself. But but yeah, yeah. Wednesday next Wednesday is uh, is November, so not not much time. Oh, I'm so sorry, Noah. Uh, I hate to to disappoint, but uh, Dell 1032 said we're not getting new Macs, so uh, oh. I'll just close that tab. All uh, right, new Mark, topic. Mark Gurman was wrong. Uh yeah, yeah. so I guess we gotta I guess we gotta talk about stocks. Oh yeah, get any good ones lately? Uh, you know what you know they, you know what they say buy buy high sell low right? I've that's, heard that. That's the advice. Exactly. Yeah, they say so. You know, for example, I I have recently started investing in Enron. Oh yeah. And I also heard that Lehman Brothers is uh, is a great safe investment. Yeah, I've, I've I'm actually leaning more into these like new newer like technology companies. I've been looking at uh, Theranos. If you've heard of them, FTX. Oh wow, those are some Silicon Valley Bank. Those are some 
those oh, are some, those are some, some, some good new ones. Yeah, I've oh, yeah, I yeah. personally, you know, I've been hearing about about uh, I've been hearing about this new thing. It's called NFTs. Okay, oh, and they've okay. got these they've got these absolutely beautiful uh, drawings of apes, right? Oh. And I am being told that for the low price of just a million dollars, I could buy one of these appreciating assets. And I think that's exciting. That's really cool. So you you would buy like, you would own the picture, like you would own that picture and it would like be yes. just yours. Like no one else could like take the picture or like, you know, well, download it or use it or anything. It's well, like you're, you're buying the, it's like art. It's like you're buying art. Yeah. I'm well, okay. I mean, yeah, they, yes, they could save the image on their phone, but it wouldn't be theirs. Like it would be a collection of pixels that forms the image that is locally right. stored in a file on their phone, but they wouldn't like have it. Right. Like it's not actually there. I mean, it is, it is in well, a but sense it's there. Well, okay. So it is a collection of ones and zeros stored on a physical piece of NAND in a device owned by them, but it's not like really there. You know what but, I mean? But but in your case it is. Your case it's also right. zeros and ones, it's on a NAND, it's on a device, right. but but it but yes. it's actually there. Well, because it's in the blockchain, okay, which is actually not on my device at all. That's how you know it's really mine. Because their Whoa. picture is on their phone in their storage. But mine is everywhere. It's in the cloud. Okay, I don't, This is very complicated, and I wouldn't expect you to understand. Because, I, you know, you're just not as technologically advanced as I am. I, my stock portfolio is absolutely brimming with Enron, Lehman Brothers, um, Loch Ness Monster company photos i've got a lot of those and they're all real i got them from this place called uh mid journey i don't know if you've heard of it but i asked it to find me real life photos of the loch ness monster and it came up with a whole bunch wow that's uh that's some I know. incredible technology <laughs> anyway uh so so uh so the new max <clears throat> bloomberg's mark german reports in his latest edition of the Power On newsletter that Apple is apparently planning a Mac-centered product launch around the end of this month. Classic, classic vague speak, you know, mm -hmm. around the end of this month. That could be tomorrow. That could be two months from now. It's, you know, it's around it. Uh, and so we could see a refreshed 24-inch iMac model. I, and I know what you're thinking. The the what? I haven't heard that name in years. I remember the iMac from when I were a wee boy, no taller than yay high. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been more than two years, right? Since the iMac got updated, more than uh, I think you'll find it has been two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It was I think mm. it was about April uh Hey Siri, how long ago was April 20th, 2021? It was 2 years and 6 months ago. 2 years 6 months, exactly 2 and a half years ago. Look at that. 
we did find a use case for Siri. She, oh, good job. They can, Siri can do basic math. That's great news. Oh, shut up. The other, sorry, the other one went <laughs> unbelievable. What am I going to do with myself? Anyway, uh, yeah, so Mac Rumors phrases it as uh, a refreshed 24-inch iMac model, which is long overdue a hardware update. I would say that's an understatement, considering that it is still running an M1 chip. Look at that, two and a half years, no updates. Could grief. So here's what's interesting, is that German has said many times that the iMac will skip the M2 and feature the M3, but he didn't say anything about this chip and and if, if there is a new iMac, what chip it would be. And he also said that, uh, that, that Apple retail stores have very low stock of iMacs, 13-inch MacBook Pro, and the 14 and 16-inch MacBook Pro. And... The, and he says that's a clear sign something's about to happen and that they've made headway on new 14 and 16-inch MacBook Pros. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, wow, wow, wow. Wow. He says an additional update the same year that the M2 Pro and M2 Max 14 and 16-inch MacBook Pros came out would be unusual but not inconceivable. I'm inconceiving it. Hello? What are you to Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you realize what this entails? Right. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is M M three Pro and M three Max. Yeah, and like, no, right? Like, no, there's no, no. in the same year as the M twos. Uh, no, there, that doesn't make any sense. Like, okay, I understand that the the Max that came out at the beginning of this year were very clearly supposed to come out. October of 2022. Remember when they they released and uh well there were the there were the iPads that came out in 2022. And then there was the mysterious 20-minute video that definitely wasn't just pulled out of a keynote that got scrapped for the new MacBooks, right? It was pretty clear what happened. But it doesn't change the fact that the M2 Pro and the M2 Max just came out and the M3 does not exist. But what we are now hearing from German is an, an implication that Apple is about to release the M3 chip and the M3 Pro and the M3 Max and like four new Macs. And that that's just going to happen within the next 10 days with no warning when for months he and Ming-Chi Kuo two of the most reliable leakers and analysts around have been saying no max, no max, no max. And then they're like, Oh, Oh, uh, actually, actually all the max. So yeah. Yeah. That's pretty unbelievable. Like there's, there's just a lot of, there, it's a lot of things. It's that there's, there's no M3. Like we've seen before, right? It makes sense. Apple usually releases, the base new chip first, like let's say mm -hmm. the M2 chip, and they put it in some of those base like entry-level devices like a MacBook Air or a Mac Mini, stuff like that. And then I feel like, okay, you can't launch the 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 Pro and the Max without launching the base chip, right? If you're gonna and if you're mm -hmm. gonna launch the base chip, 
then you're going to put it in a couple of products. You'll put it in the MacBook Air. You'd put it in maybe the 13-inch MacBook Pro if they're still going to keep that thing around. You'd put it in the Mac Mini. Like, you'd put it in a few places. And then you can have the Pro and the Macs, and uh, and those would go in the MacBook Pro. You could have a Pro level in the Mac Mini, which they've they've been doing, you know, maybe the Mac Studio, whatever. But I feel like... It is crazy to go from there's not going to be any new Macs to there's going to be three new chips, M3, M3 Pro, M3 Max, and all of the devices that you would expect those chips to have. And we just recently got these updates, and we're about to get more. And the Vision Pro still has supposedly an M2 chip in it. And and you're, they're not going to launch the M3. We're, we're At this point, we're pretty close, fingers crossed, to the Vision Pro coming out, because they said early next year, and we're very late this year. I I, I don't know. There's just so many reasons that it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, I, I fully agree with you. I, it, I, I just honestly don't understand. You know, we, we spend a lot of time here talking about the CCRP, and right now the CCRP is utter nonsense, Last week, we had this mystery iPad leak, right? That was like, hey, new iPads are going to come out. And then other people were like, no, they're not. And then, well, they didn't. So, uh, yeah. But then they then we got the Apple Pencil, which was like, why would you just release just on a random Tuesday? You're just like, hey, guess what? A confusing product. And we're all just like, uh, what? Why? Why? What is the point of this? And then now, like, I don't know what's going on in, in Apple. I don't know what's going on with leakers. But now all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, no, there's not going to be any new Macs. This, you know, it doesn't make any sense for Apple to release new Macs. But they're going to release new Macs right now. Like, hello, what? And to your point yeah. with Vision Pro, yeah. why would they release an M3 chip and then launch Vision Pro with the M2 chip? Especially when you consider that the M3 chip is is going to be based on the A17 chip, which gives it ray tracing. So, I don't know about you, but if I had an M3 MacBook Pro with a ray tracing GPU in it, and then Apple Vision Pro comes out for $3,500 with the older chip, I'm going to be bummed. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm hoping if they actually do this and they they announce the M3 chip, then uh, I hope that they'll say, oh, by the way, the Vision Pro is going to get the M3 chip too. It would be a little bit weird of a thing to be like, oh, you know, we said it was going to have M2, but it's actually going to be M3. But I get it. Like they announced it before, like well before the M3 was going to come out and they wanted to say it was going to have the latest and greatest chip. Now there's a new latest and greatest. It'll get it. It's not outside the realm of possibility that they would that they would do that but i think and i want to talk about the pencil if we have a couple minutes at the end i would love to talk about the pencil because it's so weird such like a weird thing that happened but regarding the the max i think a new imac upgrade makes a lot of sense because like we said it's been two and a half years right but the Mm -hmm. the thing is the imac is one of those devices that's going to get the entry-level chip obviously it's going to get it along with the mac mini and the macbook air and maybe the 13 inch macbook pro those are the sort of collection of devices that get 
the 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 newest base chip and so i feel like on the one hand we could get the imac the apple could announce the imac and it could have the m2 chip in it maybe even an m2 pro version like how there is for the mac uh, mac mini but Mm -hmm. uh but it might be a little bit weird because then when the m3 chip comes out whenever that will be i would kind of expect the imac I guess I would have expected it back when the M2 chip came out, but it would be a little weird to be like, oh, here's an iMac with the M2, and then if it's not going to be that long before M3 comes out, it might be a little bit weird to have a new iMac separately and then have some other products, you know, come out then. No, that's a good point. Gosh, I mean, it just, it's very strange. It is very, very strange right now because, like, all of this stuff is so conflicting. You know, if if I were... If everything were to go the way that I would want it to go, to make things kind of logical and clean, I would guess that an an M3 chip, I think, could come out, all right? So that would basically, in effect, that would be a new 13-inch MacBook Pro, because apparently they don't want to kill that. So, okay, fine. We'll get a 13-inch MacBook Pro. Heck, yeah. If the M, if the MacBook Pro has the M3 and the MacBook Air has M2, that's the closest thing that they're going to come to a reason to buy that thing. So maybe that's why they'll yeah. do it. Exactly. So uh, M3 MacBook Pro, M3 iMac, M3 Mac Mini. Maybe I don't know about the Mac Mini though, because the uh, they have an M M2 Pro. So it'd be weird to have M3 for cheaper and then M2 Pro. You know what? I debunked myself. I try to make it work, and it's it just still doesn't work. I got nothing. I don't understand what they're gonna launch. Is it just if it's just an M2 iMac? I'm gonna blow my brains out because that's so stupid. I mean, I agree with you, but given what happened with the Apple Pencil last week, that was last week, right? Yeah, last week. Yeah. Like at this point, I kind of feel like all bets are off. Maybe they will announce an iMac with an M2 chip on a random Tuesday and just, you know, get that over with. I don't even know anymore. I don't even know, man. I don't want to be around anymore. Yeah. The, but So I got to go back to the article, though, because there was something that was, that still, that I still have not figured out, okay? And that is this paragraph right here. Hmm. <clears throat> German believes that the upcoming Mac announcement will take place on Monday, October 30th, or Tuesday, October 31, followed by Apple's earnings call. He does not expect any of the new Macs to feature major changes other than new processors, but mused that there could be minor improvements to their displays. Okay, lots to talk about. There's a lot of stuff to unpack here, and this is a, a this is a, a trend for sure with with a lot of these German reports. Okay. He says stuff very calmly that raises a lot of questions and doesn't answer them. Okay? Here's here here's what I'm t- here's what I mean. Is this an event or a press release? And when you the way that you say Mac announcement on October 30th or 31st, that sounds like a press release. But yeah. he says new processors. There's only one Mac that is that, that needs a new processor or that doesn't have the most current processor. There, there's nothing else 
besides the iMac. So it really does sound like they're just going to do an an M2 iMac. I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's so bizarre. But then the the fact that he earlier is saying that many different models including a 14 and 16 inch are you know, are out of stock, a clear sign that something is about to happen regarding those machines, that contradicts everything else because I can't possibly imagine Apple doing a press release for effectively the entire M3 lineup all at once within the same year that the M2 came out. Like what? Yeah, that's so weird. Even in that the paragraph below that you were looking at, he's talking about like, he doesn't think any of the new Macs implying that there are going to be multiple, but then like... Good yeah. point. Yeah. Very true. I, I mean, it says any of the new Macs, as if there's going to be more than one to feature major changes other than new processors. A new processor is kind of a major change to Apple. Like Apple dedicates... In the past, Apple has dedicated event time to going, you know, we travel down into the underground bunker, the the lab, and someone talks about the new improvements and, you know, they show the graphs and whatever. Like, Apple dedicates event time, significant amounts of event time to talking about new processors. So I feel like that is kind of a major change as far as Apple, you know, likes to posture it. And then... There could be minor improvements to their displays. That just seems like such a like a weird, like out of nowhere kind of thing. Maybe he heard something. I don't know. But that's just such a weird, like, oh, you know, it'll have new processors. And, and the display will be a bit different. But that's it. It's like, that's not something you would just assume. That's something that he must have heard something. But, like, what does that even yeah. mean? Yeah, no, I, that's a very good point. Any of the new Macs implies multiple new Macs. But to your point, and I and I think I can be more declarative even, I don't think Apple has ever released a new chip that has not had event time. Can anyone, I, this is an open challenge to anyone who's watching along here. Can anyone name a time that Apple has announced one of their in-house chips? And I'm, I'm talking iPad macbook iphone all the way back to 2010 i don't think that they have had a single chip that did not get launched during an event and i challenge you to find one and i will i will pre i'll preface this by saying that the a12z doesn't count because it's not a new chip that's because i already know that people were going to Say that, and also I'm talking about like an actual chip. Not someone said, uh, someone said the H2 chip. That's like a coprocessor, right? I'm talking about iPhone, iPad, Mac. The A12Z is the closest thing, but that doesn't count because the only thing that the A12Z is is a differently binned uh, A12X with an extra GPU core. They're not different. Oh, crap. M2 Pro and Max were kind of a press release. Really? Well, because it wasn't at an event. It was kind of like an event that was 
chopped into a press release you know with the 20 minute video that was clearly supposed to be part of a keynote though so i I don't i don't know if that i i get maybe technically but it wasn't supposed to have been the way that it was i think that's pretty clear right and 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 you go back in time those that that those are the only exceptions right the a12z which isn't really a new chip and the m2 pro and max which were definitely supposed to be in, in an event but weren't ready and they kind of released the mini event. Like they, they released them with a chunk of the event because they were so proud of them, right? So those are the closest things that we can get to Apple doing a press release for a chip. And it just doesn't make sense to me that they would not only break with that tradition, but also release an M3, M3 Pro, and M3 Max all at once while doing it. What... That doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. And then so like you know, E uploads in the comments saying you know they could do a press release of the twenty minute video explaining the new chip. I feel like you know the M two Pro and Max that was clearly chopped out of a keynote. So I feel like unless Apple had intended to talk about M two Pro and Max at WWDC or the iPhone event, definitely not the iPhone event, but maybe WWDC, but but definitely not. Unless they intended to talk about it somewhere else, I don't think, like that video, the M2 Pro and Max, I don't think Apple made that video. They said, okay, we're gonna go make a 20 minute video talking about these new chips. I think it was very clear that they filmed this whole keynote and they just cut it out of the keynote. And I don't think that that happened this year. So I think if this ends up being a press release. I think it will be a legitimate press release and not just, you know, pulled out of somewhere and and moved to later. Right. No, I think that's a great that's a great point because the the weird scenario that we ended up in last year was uh and and you can you can quote me on tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe the M2 updated iPads also had a little video that went with them. And those came out in October last year. Uh, So I think it was pretty clear that there was an entire event that was shot and ready to go for October. We were hearing up and up through all of last summer, they were saying, you know, the, the Mac event in October, the Mac event, there's a, you know, the uh, September event and the October event, like th- there was so much talk about it. The CCRP was there. And then all of a sudden, poof, there was no October event. But we got those iPads with a little video. Two months later, we get the new Macs with a little video. Clearly, clearly there was an event that was unreleased because the Macs got delayed. And they said, dang it, this sucks. We're not going to, you know, try to ship these things before they're ready. Let's just launch the iPads, save the Macs until later, get some stock, and then ship them in January. That's very obviously what happened. But I don't think there's any indication that that's what's happening here again. Yeah, it it's it's really weird. It's really weird to come out of nowhere for something big like this like like a new a new chip and all these new macs i also thought i will say with the whole ipad thing 
when we got, oh, new iPads are coming, and that came out of nowhere. That was a little bit weird, and it didn't end up happening. We did get the pencil. But this is from Gurman. weird. Right. Like, the iPad rumor came out of left field because it came from completely uncredible, unverified sources. Sure. And, like, and we talked about this last week because I'm familiar with those last-minute leaks. I did that for the, uh, the, the, the spring event in 2022, and I was completely accurate. So I thought, I was like, okay, let's, let's give them the benefit of the doubt here because sometimes the last-minute leaks can, can come from just like a source that's like, you know, as this is about to happen, it's harder to keep it a secret. Information gets out at the last second. But in hindsight, I think the difference between my last minute leak and some of the other ones that have been true and the iPad one was that there wasn't any specificity at all, right? It was just, uh, hey, we're getting new iMacs or we're getting new iPads. That's going to happen. The new iPads are happening. There wasn't anything specific, which leads me to indicate that whatever source was behind those, I'm not saying was not credible, but maybe it was confused, saw something about Apple Pencil, somebody told them that iPads were happening and like wires got crossed. And that's how we end up with that incorrect leak. Whereas when I did my leak in March of 22, March or April of 22, it was so specific because the sources that I was working with, I mean, they're like, Green iPhone, purple iPad, Mac Studio, which is this X, Y, and Z dimension and looks like this. Like, you can clearly see a difference in source quality. But again, this is Mark Gurman. The source quality has been proven to be pretty high. And yet, we're still getting this weird, like, very last minute very vague rumor where we can't make up our minds whether we're going to get an overdue iMac refresh or we're launching the entire next generation of chips. That's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, I guess we're not expecting them. At least German says uh, the next, uh, you know, we're not, we're not expecting these things until next week. I guess literally the last two days of... Uh, of October, one of those days. So I guess we'll be on next week, and theoretically, there won't have been any new launches, but maybe we'll have some more information. So we can, we'll definitely revisit this next week. But it is really weird to have such a, like, two extremes, like you said. Oh, it's they're refreshing the iMac that's long overdue, or they're launching the next generation of chips, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in a week. Like, it's it's very weird. Dude, unbelievable, unbelievable uh, rumors, stories the last couple weeks here. This is this is very odd because I, I feel like the, the whole, basically since 2021, we've had a, a, a rhythm to Apple leaks, you know? There's been this ebb and flow, the CCRP. And we've been able to, when when you and I come on this show and we analyze the information that's out there, 
when we've when we've been in the run up to events, we've been very accurate in being able to puzzle everything together because we have a lot of sources and data points and things to compare and we we and we analyze, we discuss based on you know, basically a rubric of Apple's track record and history, how they do things, how is that reflected in the leaks? And we've had great success with that. A great success. Yeah. But now, now I'm like, what the hell, man? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, it's like, it, it's so weird. The, the, the fact that we got a random Apple Pencil, just the Apple Pencil out of nowhere. And the crazy thing, Wild. it's not, it's, it's, it's a worse, it's a less expensive but worse Apple Pencil. It's like an Apple Pencil Lite. It's like somewhere they kept the generation one around. I guess they have the one iPad, the the nine point seven inch iPad that that would still have lightning and, and maybe still want it. But like they kept that pencil around. This new one is worse. I mean, it's worse. Period. Than than the 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 current one that exists, but it's obviously less expensive. But it's still it's not that much better than the first gen app, the Apple Pencil. It's such a weird thing. It's like now there's three pencils. Who needs a lineup of three pencils in their thing? Just just do two. Two is uh, more than enough. They don't need they don't need three. Whatever. Such such a weird such a weird thing to get just a pencil. And now and now this next this next rumor uh, about maybe new Macs, maybe new chips, whatever. Like. I don't know. Something something's going on at Apple. Something's going on with these leakers this this month. It's uh it's very weird. And my favorite part, Noah, is that the Apple Pencil isn't even available yet. Like they announced it with like like look, if you go on the Apple website, you can view pricing. But it's that what do you mean view pricing? It's one price. It's $79. There's no like configuration. It's just an Apple Pencil for $79, which like you said makes no sense because it's like it's newer and more modern than the first generation Apple Pencil. So in that way it's more like the second generation Apple Pencil, but it's actually cheaper and therefore worse because it doesn't have uh pressure sensitivity. And they've got this like this this chart that they have that shows you all of the different you know things that certain pencils do or don't have. What what is this? This is the most unApple looking thing I've ever seen. A chart with the tick the tick marks for what it has and doesn't have. This this looks like the uh this looks like when you scroll down on the Amazon product page and compare some random device to other devices and it has like some randomly like generated stat list where you're like this is a mess. And this is on Apple's freaking website, man. No, you're right. It looks like that or it looks like when you go to like Microsoft and you compare the different editions of Windows, like Windows Home and Windows Education, yes. and Windows for Business, it's like literally that. Like, what is this doing on an Apple website? Why is this thing? It attaches magnetically, but you have to charge it with a cable. You have to plug a cable into the pencil. It's oh, it's just such a weird. It's such a weird. And then just launch the like, just launch that one and like not update 
the other Apple Pencil, the more expensive one, not discontinue the first generation. It's so weird. It's so confusing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. Noah, does does this USB-C Apple Pencil attach magnetically? Yeah. No. I just realized the 10th generation iPad doesn't have magnets. Right. So so Apple has released an Apple Pencil that is realistically kind of targeted for that lower cost iPad, but the magnetic attachment doesn't work on that iPad. Is this the 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 is this the the iPad that looks like the iPad Pro, but it's just called the iPad? Yes, but not the iPad Air, which also looks like the iPad Pro. Right. This is the one that's just called the iPad, but it's not the nine point seven inch with the very old design. It's the one with the Pro design. But it's just called the iPad, and that doesn't have magnets on it. Well, no, because remember when that came out, that iPad has the portrait orientation or the the landscape camera remember on the side and that camera is where the the wireless charging pad on the other ipads is so when it came out they said you just use the first generation apple pencil with a usb-c to lightning adapter so that you can charge the wrong Apple Pencil with USB-C. So then now they came out with a USB-C Apple Pencil that attaches magnetically, but not to that iPad. That's so weird. I guess it like saves you the step of having to have the the lightning to USB-C adapter or whatever, but it's still, it's so goofy that like, it doesn't. It attaches magnetically, but it doesn't matter for for that iPad, the less expensive one, where you'd want the less expensive pencil. And then, like, it doesn't have. Then you lose the pressure sensitivity. So it's like if that had the pressure sensitivity, then it would just be better than the first generation Apple pencil. And Apple realistically right. could have con- discontinued that. I get that they still have the nine point seven inch iPad. Fine. But, you know, then you could go the other way and do a lightning. You could turn that USB-C, you know, into a lightning. I think, you know, maybe you can maybe you can go the other way just for charging. So I don't know. It's just weird that you buy this this one that's, you know, a little bit less expensive, a little bit worse than the first generation Apple Pencil, but it has USB-C and it's supposed to attach magnetically, maybe whatever. So, so weird. It's so weird. You know what's not so weird? I, I need some clarity in my life. What's what's not weird? What's not weird is uh, that this episode went a little bit over time. And it's unfortunately uh, time to end it. You know, we've been going over time the past couple weeks. I think there's just been a lot to talk about. But but I agree. Absolutely. I agree. No, I mean, the last couple weeks have been crazy. It's, it's, it's altogether too much to handle. Um, so I'm going to have to go lie down and really just... I mean, this is serious stuff, folks. You know, are we getting a new Mac or an or a, or or just like a less old Mac? 
it's, I mean, these are these are big global events that I'm clearly going to need a lot of time to reflect on. Definitely. And I still need to understand that Apple Pencil chart. It's just blowing my mind. Oh, absolutely. I'll put that back up there for you as we uh, oh, wrap Ugh. the show. Oh, no, no you have to, to look f- at it. you have to study it. It will be on the exam. Oh god! Imagine an exam. Does which Apple watches support pressure? Apple watches. Apple pencils support pressure sensitivity. Like, jeez, <laughs> dude. Oh, what a disaster! What are they thinking? I don't know. But what I'm thinking is how grateful I am for all of you guys for joining us for this episode of Dark Mode. I've been your host, Luke Miani, and I've been your host, Noah Rubin. We'll see you next week, and have a great night.